LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, we're discussing how pastors can find true friends. So, I mean, is this is this a big issue for pastors? It's a really big issue. And and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm uh, just looking at it differently as I get older, but uh, it, I think it's a bigger issue now than it would have been, than it was when I started in my ministry. And maybe it's because I've been jaded a little bit, you know, um, uh, trying to find friends and then realize they weren't your friends and uh, after all. And so maybe just experience has jaded that a little bit for me as well. But I meet so many pastors and talk to so many pastors that really have very few friends that they can walk through life with. And, and it doesn't have to be the senior pastor. It can be anybody on staff. And so I, I think it's a, a, it's a huge issue. Hmm. All right, so let's let's kind of dive into how pastors can actually find ways to find friends. So what's what's number one here? Be willing to look outside the church. Um, just face the reality you may not have that really friend who's you know that real friend who sticks with you inside the church. You might, um, but you but you might not. I have frankly had. Um, a few of those friends in each of the churches where I serve, but I realize so many times a pastor, if, if I'd, I would encourage a pastor to find a friend more than I would encourage them to find it in the church. So if that means you have to look outside the church, be willing to do that, uh, but just make sure you're, you're finding that person. So I've heard people say before, you know, find find friends who don't care what your your title is. You know, they don't care what you say on a Sunday. That's kind of what you're saying there. Uh, it, it can be helpful to have somebody outside the church um, who who's not, you know, in 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 that environment the same as you. Is that yeah, right? And, yeah, and you know, again, we have typically found those in the church and been been um, and been very pleased with those. Some of our best friends right now are in our church, but. Uh, you know, again, having that person is more important than where they attend church for sure. Gotcha. All right. What about number two? Consider bonding with another pastor that uh, makes sense. And most pastors get together uh, for, you know, a lunch and they'll talk about some of their issues, but they don't really drop their guard and become true friends. Uh, I would encourage that. I have always tried to find that in every city where I've pastored. Uh, I've got a couple of pastors here um, in Lexington, Kentucky that I consider that with. Um, and really coming back a second time, looking for that uh, even more than I had the last time. So, uh, you know, find a pastor. If it, it helps if there's similar uh, size churches, it uh, doesn't have to be, but that certainly helps because they can understand your context. But I have found, and, and one of the things that I have done personally, uh, Chandler, and this helps me as a pastor to find friends, but also to understand context. So I have found, um, you know, we are, are uh, we're mostly uh, a predominantly white church. Thankfully, we have a, that's changing and we're becoming more diverse and I hope we do. But I have tried to reach out into other 
like an African-American church, predominantly black church uh, pastor, so that I understand their context a little more, too. They understand my context as a pastor, and I can understand their context as a culture, and I've tried to develop those type relationships as well. Hmm. You know, as you say, another pastor, how, how should you know, pastors navigate friendships with pastors on staff? How much do you kind of bond and disclose, share kind of some of the burdens that are weighing on you if somebody's on your staff that you're leading? Yeah, that's that's hard. And uh, it's a hard question to answer because there are, uh, uh, you know, I became, I've always become good friends with two or three staff members on every church that we've served, but I wouldn't put them necessarily in the they know everything I'm dealing with category. And, and, and maybe some find that um, it's difficult for me because one of the things I say as a senior leader is, uh, you've heard me say this, you can't see what I see until you sit where I sit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so I'm having to make decisions that many times might impact that friendship a little bit. Uh, as whether it's budgetary concerns or personnel issues or whatever. And so I don't want to blur those lines too much. Um, and so I do try to keep some of those relationships professional, obviously friends, but as far as best friends that are that we're talking about here that I can come to when I'm struggling with something or real deep issues, those are usually not uh, staff members. Yeah, that's helpful. What about number three? Build the relationship slowly. Um, I, I have seen so many times where a person wants that that life-giving relationship instantly, and I've seen this especially, uh, Chandler, with new pastors, younger new pastors that go into a community and want to find that quickly, and so they share too much too soon. It takes time to invest in a friendship. You've got to learn that there's a trust there. So definitely do it. That's the whole point of this podcast episode. (laughs) Definitely do it, but take your time doing it. Hmm. What about number four? Find common ground. Uh, And that's the the best way to do that is um, find people who enjoy the same things that you enjoy. You'll have something to talk about. And for guys, we typically need that. In in my experience, something that we can connect on, uh, whether that's sports or, or, or hunting or whatever it is. But those are just going to be easier. For me, it, a lot of times that's been someone who really understands leadership. In fact, some of our best friends here in Lexington started because it was a leader in our community. They didn't even attend our church at the time. They do now. But it was a leader in our community, and I wanted to talk leadership because mm-hmm. that's kind of what I do. And that developed a friendship. Our spouses got involved in that, and, and they, they've just become great friends as a result of that. And that's ha- happened actually several times in several different contexts because I went looking for somebody to share leadership principles with that under that we thought a lot alike in leadership, and it began uh, that that began a great friendship. Yeah, one of my favorite C.S. Lewis quotes. I'm not going to get it perfect, but he talks about at the basis of friendship is oftentimes. Uh, you're talking about a subject and you feel like you're the only one, but then you meet someone and you respond and you say, you too, like you, man, you enjoy leadership, man, you enjoy this or that. Right. And there's this common connection there. And, and that is so, so true. What about number five? Number five is to look for someone healthy. Look for someone healthy. Uh, this is so critical because, you know, as pastors, especially we're usually dealing with people 
when they're in time of crisis or when they're uh, struggling in their life and that sort of thing. And we, we're going to keep doing that. But for what you're looking for here in finding a true friend, you need somebody that's at least as healthy as you are right now so that iron can sharpen iron. That doesn't mean they don't have problems, they won't have struggles, that you won't have to walk through those things with them. But you're looking for something different here. You're looking for somebody that can speak into your life. You'll speak into their life, but it's a, it's a mutual sharing of life, not one person helping the other person as much. For somebody who's trying to maybe gauge that, they're, they're trying to step into a relationship, they're like, I don't know how healthy this person is. What are some, some ways they can discern that if they're not exactly sure kind of when they're well, entering listen into that to their conversations. You know, that's why you ta- you're taking the time to build the relationship and listen to the conversations. How many times do they show up and all they have to share are the problems they're dealing with versus this is what's, you know, hey, we had this great weekend where we went and did whatever. Mm-hmm. So just listen to the conversation and you can pick up pretty soon on who's healthy and who's not. Yeah, that's great. What about number six? Be intentional. This has to become an area where you're intentionally looking for that type of friendship. It's on your to-do list. It's on uh, it, it, it's it's the, a part of what you're frequently looking for and praying about and discerning. So it has to be intentional. It doesn't just happen. This is an area where you'll have to work at it. Hmm. And what about the last one, number seven? Take a risk on people. T- just take a person, a people risk. All these other things are important. Uh, Take your time, uh, be intentional, uh, find common ground. But you're, at the end of the day, as risky as it is, and and, and Chandler, knowing from a lot of different contexts and a lot of different pastors, this is the one that that is gonna be the hardest to accept because there are so many pastors hiding out from friendships because they don't wanna take that risk because they've been burned or because It's just hard or they don't know how much to share. I understand that, Hmm. but take the risk. That's very helpful. You know, even as we're we're wrapping here, I think of of Lifeway Research just did a study a few months ago about the greatest needs of of pastors and and Hmm. high up there was loneliness. Yeah. And what you're saying right here is just a calling to friendship, a calling to share your life with others. Um, It's so easy. It can be head down doing the work of ministry, and you just feel all alone. I mean, leadership is lonely. Um, so to have others going along beside you, just really thankful, Ron, for for your calling and stirring towards friendship and saying, hey, you don't have to do this alone. Yeah, and I love, you know, I, one of my favorite messages to preach, I've only done it once or twice, is I love to preach through the book of Job, but about Job's friends. And, uh, you know, you, there's a lot of lessons there with Job's friends. They didn't always give the best advice and everything they said wasn't always true. But the fact is they showed up and and they were there for Job. And uh, I'm not sure what he would have done without some of those friendships to at least uh, hear, you know, to, to bide the time until God saw him through the storm. Hmm. Well, thanks for listening. We hope this has been helpful to you and your leadership. And if you're enjoying these episodes, please help us continue providing them liking them, sharing them, reviewing, subscribing. It helps other leaders like yourself find the podcast and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com.